Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Cold Pops Podcast. My name's AJ. I'm joined today by Richard and Jess. What? Who? A girl. You may remember just from our last episode, um, stifling laughter in the background. Uh, you might also not remember her. Say hello, Jess. Hi. Hello. Um, and what we're talking about today, as far as I know so far, is... Sh- Am I saying this right? Sherlock? Sherlock. Yeah, Sherlock. Right. Sherlock. Sherlock. Whole Sherlock mess. houses. <laughs> Sherlock houses. Um, we're, we're talking about Sherlock. BBC's Sherlock? I know very little about Sherlock. But you hate it. I don't hate it. I think it's, from what I've seen of it, it's not, I don't think it's that great. I don't know, I've seen maybe a season and a half, which is four episodes. (laughs) Uh, Um, But you guys guys were talking about Sherlock earlier, and I was like, hey, this would make a good podcast. Well, it would make a podcast. (laughs) So what's the deal? Why are we talking about it? Uh, Well, the question of the day is... Sherlock, is it bad? Is it good? Help me find out. Me or you? Please. We just don't know. Okay, so Jess, why is Jess here, Richard? Well, okay, so I've seen all three, four seasons of Sherlock and the Christmas special, uh, minus the last episode. Okay. And Jess has seen all of them. Wow, so she's seen one more episode than you. Yes. And... From from an outsider's perspective, Sherlock seemed to have quite a boom when it first started. Yes. Um, and now it feels like everyone hates it. I'd say that's pretty accurate. Yeah. yeah. So, it's a really good show Yeah. if you stop after season two. But I got like halfway through season two and I didn't think it was that good. What didn't you like about it? I thought it, it didn't really like operate the way a detective story should. Like the best scene... And this is going to be, if you love Sherlock, oh, this is going to be a hard one to listen to me, like, <laughs> try to remember. Um, the best scene was when he worked out that the dude was killed by a boomerang. That remember was, that scene? That was a terrible scene. That scene was awesome, because I was like, this is detective work. Knowing that there was an eclipse, or whatever, like, a star didn't appear at the time that this painting was painted, isn't really detective work. And if it is, it's not like he figured it out based on information... That he was given right then and there and had to work it out in like 30 seconds. That was in a different episode. Yeah. Okay. To be fair, I don't remember the boomerang scene. Oh, okay. What episode was that one? Um, it's 201, uh, I think. With Irene Adler and oh, yeah, see, I don't the really car backfired and there was a boomerang and it was all very unbelievable, which is why I didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah, I don't, I, that's my least favorite episode. Oh, cool. Well, no, okay, no. There's been a lot worse ones. But it's, it's out of the like good ones, I'm, I'm using quotation marks. The ones that a lot of people would say are their favourites. That's my least favourite. So what's your favourite? But anyway, sorry. The um, the eclipse and the, the star not appearing in the sky. Yeah. That's like... I feel like that's different. Because that's... He's told the painting is a fake. And mm-hmm. he has to figure out why. Yeah. And he's able to Google the, a map of the sky from there. But I don't it. think he does that. But earlier in the same episode, he mentions how he has very little celestial knowledge. Which is what makes that weird. 
Yeah. It's like they set it up to not work and then it works. Yeah. I know, it just wasn't an interesting answer. It wasn't like something he worked out. Well, I guess it was, but it was it was almost just too like um, academic of an answer for right. it to be like interesting from a detective standpoint. Well, are you the kind of person that you feel like watching a detective show, you should be able to work it out? I do, yeah. yes. Yeah, I do feel that way. And then, yeah, because Sherlock doesn't do that a lot. Yeah. Although, although I guess they present you with clues early on a lot and then... Oh, uh, and the whole um, how her password was Sherlocked. Yeah. That was so oh dumb. God. I remember. I remember people thinking that was great, and I had no idea what they're talking about. Two years later, I watched the episode. I was like, "What?" So it's just a pun. That's so yeah. stupid. Yeah. Anyway, I like Martin Freeman. I like him a lot, actually. Yeah. I like I like Benedict Cumberbatch for the most part. I think he, he seems like a fun dude in in real life. Yeah. And I understand the show is like, oh, like it's. On paper, it's good writing. You know, Whoa. it's well written. It's well written, but not good writing. Right. It's, it's well cast because they have great on-screen chemistry, mm-hmm. obviously, which yeah. is part of why the everyone cares way. about it. Yeah. Everyone involved cares about it, which is good. Um, it's interesting that you mentioned like it's well written. Mm-hmm. Have you actually ever read read the Arthur Conan Doyle books? No. 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 Why would I have no. read them? You, you don't. You don't read. <laughs> no, they're, um, Who does that anymore? They're old. Yeah. They're old. They're why would I watch? Why they're written by something? a cis white male. I'm not reading that shit. What? Yeah. Give well, me why more. Why would I read them when I can watch them? <laughs> Modernized versions of them. Yeah. And then they did that Christmas special where it was like set in the the twenties, right? Yeah, I actually oh, really that liked that. Was it. really well done. Yeah, that was real. But well it's done. sort of like it's like takes away the you know, entire do you know purpose. The, do you know the the plot of that episode? No. Or like why it was like that? No. So um, at the end of season three. Sherlock is vanished, uh, banished, you know, sent away because he killed a man. Mm-hmm. And then he, Moriarty appears on every TV screen in the UK. Moriarty's the, ba- the, the bad, bad guy. guy. Mm-hmm. And he says, miss me. And then um, that whole episode, the whole Christmas special, um, it's like, there's a, there's like little anachronisms that are really obvious all, all the way throughout it. And you're like, oh shit, that was a huge slip up. And then they get more and more obvious. And then the um, can you tell us what an anachronism is? Anachronism is uh, do you not know? Or you I know. It? I looked it up when you described donkey as anachronistic. Shrek <laughs> yeah, episode. But. Um, it's like when um, things from uh, out of the time period kind of yeah. thing. So modern things appearing. What's in an example in, in the Sherlock? Um, well, there's one shot. There's one. It's it's, it's one of the more obvious ones, but. Um, He's talking to John in the car, and so John's got his big moustache and um, and hat, mm-hmm. and then he says something, and he words it like not like old timey John has been, and then when it cuts back to him, he's normal John, oh. and then it cuts back to old uh, old timey John. And you were like, "Whoa, there's a bit of a plot hole there." Well, that was, like, <laughs> forgot oh, to whoa. put makeup on no, that day. That's you know, funny. My mum actually had watched it and she'd paused on my scar and was like oh Richard come look at this continuity era <laughs> and he, she was like look he's wearing a hat and then it's gone I was like he's also that, missing a moustache that's right? adorable um, but there, there are things that, like they talk about like I'm pretty sure they mention like cell phones or something like that even um, right. and you're like oh shit what the hell um, and then the case ends up being about a guy that comes back to life right a lady a lady that comes back to life oh yeah that, so that's the early on in the episode um, he's like because he's this other case about this woman and then he's like well then how did he come back to life and then John's like she Sherlock and you're like oh okay that was Brandon and then it turns out this whole 1920s Victorian London has been taking place in Sherlock's mind while he's on the plane mm. getting banished because 
he's trying to work out how Moriarty came back, so he's trying to solve a case from the twenties so to figure out how it could be done. Massively overdosed on a bunch of chemicals to make himself hallucinate to try and like That's compare cool the two cases to figure yeah. out how Moriarty's back. So then at um I might the have to last, watch this now. The last like, like the best show ever. <laughs> the last ten, fifteen minutes of it take place in modern times. Okay. Yeah. It was I had no idea that was coming. I just thought this would be this would be fun for them and hopefully fun for us to watch mm. is to, to do a period episode of Sherlock. Because the first, what, 15 to 20 minutes is basically the first episode of Sherlock. So John yeah, and him meeting things, yeah. in right. the same situations but just different time. Yeah, but they've got yeah. moustaches now. Right. Yeah. And bowler hats and cool stuff. And, and um, mutton chops. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought that was really well. I wasn't expecting much from it. I thought... This would be a, a fun little silly nothing. A and concept really episode. Good. Yeah, and it so, was actually really good. Yeah, because it was after the third season, yeah, right? It's, it's funny how American Christmas specials are always like the worst episodes of a show, and then their British Christmas specials are always the best ones. Yeah, like The mm. Office and yeah. Extras. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're um, always, and, and uh, friggin' Black Mirror. Hard, oh, yeah. yeah. The White yeah. Christmas so is like the best episode of the whole show. Yeah. Um, Alright, so... I've been hearing rumblings of complaints, though. I've been hearing people complaining about... The show, which is real uncommon to hear, like, like people. Like, I remember my dad when he watched Sherlock, and I remember him saying to me, "How can someone write this good?" Yeah, he was like absolutely baffled. He was like, "This is so good." And now I'm hearing people like give it like the most scathing of critiques and reviews. And by people, I mainly mean you, Richard. So. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. Do you want to? I feel like Jesse would probably be better to talk about this, but Stephen Moffat. Okay. What's his deal? Oh. Um, didn't he do explain, explain who yeah. he is first. I don't, I don't really know. So he was show, he's he's leaving a showrunner on Doctor Who. Eh? Um, yeah. Because he wrote for he, them for a while. Yeah, and then but he, he used to do just like one-off episodes. So he used to do like, I'd call them the scary episodes of Doctor Who. Yeah. So he did he like did. the Are you my mummy and the yeah. blink and all blink, that yeah. jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, and they were really, really good because they were one-off. Yeah. And. You know, Blink. you just a taste, best, just a taste of Moffat. British British television, Blink. So yeah, so good, good, so good. I'm annoyed they wasted it on a Doctor Who episode. <laughs> Do you and then ruined it. I loved Blink. Really? I loved Blink. I I had seen the I'd seen all of the Eccleston season. Yeah. And then just dropped off. I was like ten when this thing yeah. was happening. Right. Then a couple of years later, my friend was like, "Oh, he was real casual about it, so I didn't feel like forced into watching Doctor mm-hmm. Who. He was just like, oh, we'll put on this episode. It's pretty good." And I, and I was captivated the entire time. Yeah. Yeah, I love Blink. It's funny because the episode is like the least Doctor Who-ish episode. Yeah, that's what's so good was, about it. was so great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, Vincent and the Doctor is another really good one. Okay. Have you seen that one? I've seen, the, 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 I've seen a gift set of the ending. Yeah. It's because <laughs> it's like um, they go back in time to meet Vincent Van Gogh and he, they bring him back and he... Um, sees what he did and yeah. he never because he never knew his life British um, British TV isn't exactly my my cup of tea you could say <laughs> yeah governor oh it's not your um, cup of tea and I, but it's, it's interesting because I wouldn't say I would never say like American TV is better because by and large it's not yeah um, like two broke girls yeah but what I have noticed about like probably the, the British show that I got the most into would have been Misfits right and did you guys see Misfits yeah Misfits no. got so bad, got but so every episode was written so well. After, after like season um, Nathan, three. After Nathan Lear. Oh, Rudy was, was great. Rudy oh. was great. Rudy was better than Nathan. Oh, no. I like Rudy better than I Nathan, but the, the episodes I... weren't as good. But what, what I'm getting at is like, 
and this might be able to apply to Sherlock and Doctor Who, is that like when an American show jumps the shark, the episodes are bad and the storyline is bad. Hmm. When a British show jumps the shark, the storyline is bad, but the episodes are good. Can you- like they're well written. The, like the dialogue and stuff nothing nothing's lost like it's lossless you know what i mean it's nothing is has slipped in terms of how much work they put into each episode right but the actual overarching storyline is bad right, what's an example of an american show that's jumped the shark um lost okay lost went you're, from you're being wrong lost went from being innovative and like the best show probably the last good network drama to being just another network drama right I will win. Give me an example of an episode post jumping the shark. I'm just going to take my keys out of my pocket so you can hear a jingle because they're just like digging into me. Okay. Also, just for some context, what does jump the shark mean? Jump oh, the okay. shark so is when ha- a- Happy Days had an episode where the Fonz, um, Harry Fonzarelli. Henry. Henry. Henry, Henry Fonzarelli. But his name's Henry Winkler. Wait, no, it's not. It's Arthur. Arthur, Arthur Fonzarelli. Um, yeah, <laughs> like um, went skiing and jumped over a shark. And. Uh, okay. That's considered the point where the show went downhill. They started uh, using aliens okay. and they became stupid. Yeah, that happened in season five and there were 11 seasons of Harry Potter. That's insane. Um, but yeah, and so now Jump the Shark is a term commonly used to describe a show. that the, the, the When the show went downhill. Yeah, because nine times out of ten, there's, yeah, there's, a, there's a specific episode. Yeah, so The Simpsons has the one with Armin Tam- Tamzerian, which is the one when they find that Principal Skinner isn't who he says he is. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, the term for a film series having jumped the shark is, um, I've seen coined, is uh, nuked the fridge. Mm. When um, referring to Indiana Jones 4, yeah. when he uh, realizes he's in a nuclear test zone and jumps inside a fridge oh. and is blown oh, yeah. miles and just rolls <laughs> out and goes, oh, well, off to my nesting adventure. I forgot that that happened. <laughs> um, yeah, so. Oh yeah, so that's an example. So give me an example of what's yeah. bad about Lost that that makes it. That. Uh, maybe Lost is too like uh, complex to, yeah. to pull. Apart I mean, I think The bit. Simpsons might be a good example. Okay, you, you, t- you take like a season fifteen, sixteen episode. Yes. Okay, like, let's talk about. The it's Simpsons. not as cleverly written. Yes, The Simpsons. I feel like The Simpsons. The old episode of The Simpsons, I didn't even like. There was a period of my life where I didn't even like The Simpsons. I was like, ah, Family Guy's better. South Park's better. Like, yeah. these are smarter, funnier shows. And as an adult, then going back and going, oh, no, sorry. The Simpsons is actually ten times smarter than any of those shows. Yeah. Um, and the humor is very timeless. Like, yeah. it's, it's, a, it's a very strange sense of humor. Um, whereas you look at the later episodes and the, the timings off, the animations off, the voice acting's off, the... Mm. Um, I've, I've described it before as it feels like it has Alzheimer's like New Simpsons feels like it has Alzheimer's mm. because it's like someone will make a joke and there will just be sort of a soft landing for it it won't be like they, they almost know that audience uh, audiences watching it at home are like cracking out with laughter yeah which uh, like yeah I mean, the, the, the Simpsons it was the a notable point was when it became uh, the jokes became timed mm. like there was um, the the one I remember was um, Bart was in like a hay baler. He was driving over all these things, so he drove over hay. Bales popped out the other end. He drove over um, a lake and like thing uh, cubes of water popped out the other end. And he drove over a pile of manure and Pirates of the Caribbean three came out the other end. I hate Pirates of the Caribbean three. I should love that joke. And I was like, oh, okay, this well, is that's because like, the Simpsons has lost it. That's a very family guy joke. Exactly, and that's, that, that, that's what that's when I said, okay, sweet. like it's interesting that 
that what what was started out one way, one influence in the other had yeah. now flipped. Yeah, because The Simpsons um, has been described by their own creators as like it's not a cartoon. Yeah, like the, like there's another term, Jess, as our audience surrogate here. Um, that uh, by the way, audience surrogate is also a term, which means you're a surrogate for the audience. Yeah. Cool, thanks for explaining that. Um, Sorry, can you repeat it? I didn't quite get it. They they call it the rubber band of reality, right? So every show, every fictional story has a rubber band around it. And wherever that starts is where it's marked, right? So something like the scary movie has a very loose rubber band of reality because this is what is available. This is what's able to happen in the universe. You're able to have Michael Jackson show up out of nowhere. You're able to have aliens come out of nowhere in the yeah. scary movie universe. Yeah. In the Simpsons universe, they stretch that rubber band with jokes like, um, there's a joke where they talk about how animators just reuse the same models and then like an, another Homer walks past the window. like that. But that's such a throwaway gag that you don't take it seriously. You don't literally think, oh my gosh, there's a clone of Homer running around. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and so they keep it pretty tight. Every, like, physics apply, real world rules apply with some stretching. Family Guy is, ve- is again, very loose. Anything can happen in a Family Guy episode. Yeah. And then when the Family Guy Simpsons crossover episode happened, I was like, what is this? Because... And technically there was a Family Guy episode, but yeah. it's still, I would assume, considered canon in the Simpsons universe. And it's interesting, I don't know. Yeah, I don't actually, know. Yeah. But that, that had them fighting, going to space, um, you know, all sorts of unrealistic things that wouldn't happen in the Simpsons universe. Mm-hmm. And that really, that really pissed me off. Um, whereas something like Misfits um, lost all their good characters... Except for Rudy, he was still around. Rudy pretty much held the show by the end. So is this sorry? Is this Rudy to Booty? Who's that from Chalk Zone? No. Oh, okay. This is Rudy. Similar, but not quite. Um, no, because he was from Chalk Zone. Yeah, yeah. This is Misfits, which and I don't think Chalk Zone. I think I feel like Chalk Zone was Canadian, probably animated in Montreal or something. Yeah, I yeah, that sounds so right. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and yeah, it was crap. There was a, there was I think season was season five the last season. I think so, and they had all new characters yeah, yeah, with yeah. rubbish powers. Um, and- yeah, there was like three or four episodes where no one used their powers. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Their powers weren't relevant to the story. Right. And I was like, this is why I'm watching the show and they're not using powers. But I enjoyed the episodes as themselves. Just mm. as an overall story, I recognized that it wasn't as good. Drawing us back into Sherlock. So it's interesting, before we draw back into Sherlock, mm-hmm. is that... I almost feel like The Walking Dead has the opposite problem. Okay. Because The the Walking Dead is like, overall, I enjoy the storyline. If you told me, if you told me a season arc, yeah. I'd be like, that's, that's cool. Or yeah. I could describe it to you and make it sound cool. Yeah. But then each individual episode is like, nothing happened. Yeah. But then there'll be the first episode back, the third episode, and the mid-season finale mm-hmm. are always good. I yeah. think this is, again, referring to like American versus British as season lengths. I know this is a whole other bucket of worms but like i like how sherlock is yeah every episode is quite long but there's only three episodes in a season and it's quite digestible i've argued before that means it doesn't count as television but that's a different argument 
an irrelevant argument, really. We're not really talking about if it counts yeah. as television. Yeah, the six Thatchers was a bad episode. The six Thatchers? Yes. What happens in the six Thatchers? Well, it makes it bad. Which episode is it? What this season? is 401. 401. First episode of season I kind of remember what they're called. Like, I was actually, I had no idea what you were talking about. This is how much I hear about so, season four. This is our Sherlock expert, Jess. And there's <laughs> a really cool mystery solved. So, um, they find a kid's, uh, this guy's body burnt in a car. And then they're like, how did it happen? He's on holiday. And then Sherlock does his thing. And then he's like, what happened was, because he likes, the kid sent a photo of him on holiday to his parents and was like on the phone to him. But then turns out he was like actually in the car and then he died somehow. And then like. He was home to surprise his parents and mm-hmm. he did it by like Skyping them first and having a filter in the background. But like, oh, I'm in wherever. Yeah. And turns out he was actually hiding in his car and then someone rigged it to blow up. Yeah. Like, and it was like, oh, cool, they're starting off this mystery. Like, there's a body in a car, but it was like, there was something to do with, like, oh, the, kid, the whole car was burnt, but the cause of death wasn't the burning. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're like, what happened? All this shit. Yeah. And then Sherlock solves it in 30 seconds, and then the plot is about something completely different. It's about John's wife, who is the oh worst God. character in television. Um, it's just her secret spy adventures. Right. It has nothing to do with anything. This is why the first season of Sherlock was so great. It was them... I don't think it was, though. Solving crime. It was pure. Running around. Yeah, it was pure. It was... Yeah. That's what the books are like as well. They're quite short and I didn't know you were that easy. much of a purist. I... You're a Sherlock novel purist. <laughs> I just read them. You know how you can get those Penguin books? No, it's like... great that you do. I'm not at all shaming you for reading friggin' classic literature. <laughs> but I didn't realise that's how... I bet you like Dickens as well. <laughs> Dickens, that hack. <laughs> um, um, okay, so then... I um, feel like we've, we've sort of lost our, our tether to what this episode okay. is supposed to be about. But episode, episode one, Sherlock, good or bad? Study in pink. That's the first ever episode? Yeah. Um, great. I don't remember. Great. I loved it. Yeah. That's brilliant. Um, episode two. I don't remember. I feel like it's the circus one. Oh, God. I'm with the to... Asian circus. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, definitely the low point of season one. Uh, episode three is. I, I just remember Moriarty's at the end of it. And they yeah, treated by the pool. It. Yeah. They treated it like it was a big deal that he was the coroner, even though it was just some arbitrary character they could have assigned any role to. Yeah, but yeah. I think that's the point is that, like, because um, he comes out, because he slips Sherlock's phone number, and then, and because he comes at his Molly Herper's boyfriend, and he's like, Sherlock's like, he's obviously gay, because he's got, he takes care of his nails, and he's got, a, like, a done hair, his underwear showing, and also, he gave me his phone number. And then when he comes at the end, he's like, I told you to call, I gave you my number, Sherlock. Right. And so it's like, that, that's, it just sets up that kind of thing. It was like, because the, the whole episode's looking for this guy, and it's like, not only have you already met him, but he actually told you to call him. Okay. Mm. So, I want to I want to talk more about like Richard. Why you think it's bad, and just why you don't think it's bad. I don't know. I think you're... well, it, we can agree on the same things being bad. Well, okay. Whatever is Sherlock more good than bad, or more bad than good? I'd say I'd say it's still more good than bad. Still more good than bad. And this is actually a really interesting point. But it was one of those things that I'd always have 
on my laptop to watch when I had free time. You know, yeah. like, oh, I don't know what to watch. I'll just watch Sherlock again because it's. I Jeez, always thought it was amazing. A ninety-minute. And <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Like I can't. So I've never watched Game of Thrones because <laughs> yeah. an hour is such a like. And if I if I have an hour, I'll, I'll you know stretch it and watch a movie. Yeah. If I only have an hour, I'll just watch like you know a forty-two minute or yeah, yeah. two twenty-two minute shows. Mm. But I guess I just got so caught up in it and mm-hmm. loved the whole thing that when I watched this season with Richard and he was like he pointed it out that it was bad. I was like, oh my god, you're right. <laughs> <laughs> like what? Well, what it's has not, this it's become? not all bad though. Didn't you say you said that Richard? You told me that episode two of season four was the best one. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'll, I'll go through the seasons. Okay. Um, and like just just real quickly. Um, so season one goes great, fine really good okay season two goes i'm not a fan i can appreciate why other people like it probably the worst one of the first six yeah and then the best one okay and then season three goes incredibly disappointing i liked it i can see why other people didn't terrible (laughs) season four goes the worst episode oh the christmas special i really liked season four goes the worst episode of the series, the best episode of the series, and then I haven't seen the finale. Wow, so it's all up in the air. Yeah. Like, it, it, wait, just, like wait can we do there. the maths on this? Yeah. Can, like, so, I'd love it if... Uh, we can we assign a numerical if, value if the, if the last episode that you haven't seen is what it all hinges on. If you <laughs> hate it, you should stop watching Sherlock. Well, that's the thing, is like, I feel like if this episode's bad... Is that like Sherlock's lost it? I All can't right. go back. But then, Don't watch it. episode two of season four is so good. Yeah. Okay. Before we get into that, just pull up your calculator. Okay. We're gonna go. Okay. So a good episode is one point. A really good episode is two points, and the best episode is three points. Yeah. The worst episode is minus three points. A real bad episode is minus two points. A bad episode is minus one point, and an okay episode is zero points. Okay. Cool. So, um, so, episode one, I'm going to give two points. Okay. Two points. And then zero points for the next one. Yeah. And then I'd go plus two for the last one. Okay. Actually, no, I'd go the plus one for the middle one. Yeah. I, think, I, like I, actually, I actually enjoyed it. I okay. Actually, I, I just don't think I've rewatched it. Um, and then I'll go plus one for Irene Adler. Mm-hmm. Zero for um, Hounds of Basketball. Okay. Um, and then... Can I give three more than once? Um, no. Okay. Because then there's no exception. Oh, but it's so I'll, good. <laughs> I'll give three to Rock and Bark. Yeah. Okay. Then, yeah. And then, uh, minus one for, no, minus two for that one. Fuck that one. <laughs> um, for season three. Um, season three, episode two, I'll go plus one. <clears throat> Season, season three, episode three, I'll go minus two. Okay. Christmas special, I'll go plus two. Okay. And then, um, four oh one. Four oh one, I'd go minus three. Yeah. And then I'll go plus three for. Okay. Um, four two. Yeah. So what am I on? You are on eight points. Eight points. That's pretty good. That's not bad. Yeah, that's pretty good. But then, you're not on the minuses. Yeah. If you're in the minuses, if it was like on zero, then depending on what you think yeah. of 403 is well, the... So I think the thing is, though, that 
I hated the six Thatchers more than I like any of the episodes. Okay. Which one's the six Thatchers? That's 401. So, I dislike that episode. Like, if I could... Is that be perhaps like a, a minus eight? Yeah, see, that would be like a minus five. Right. Whereas the best episode, I'd probably give a plus four at most, you know? Okay. Okay. So, there's still hope for Sherlock yet, then? Yeah. Alright. Jess says the last episode's bad. Okay. Um... I'm not going to be holding my breath for season five. Jess, why do you th- why do you think the last episode's bad? It's just really. You can spoil it. Oh, I don't care. Do you care, Richard? No, I care a little bit. She's kind of already spoiled all of it, but I don't <laughs> like her not to spoil it anymore. Just say what you've... what's bad about it then. It's really up itself. Right. Like it's like, oh, we're Sherlock. Everyone thinks that we're amazing. We make amazing television. It's just. Right. do completely crazy stuff that no one's going to believe and like you, they introduce this character Euros at the end of the um, second episode of the fourth season and she's Sherlock and Mycroft's secret younger sister that Sherlock didn't know that they had who's, and it was who's Mycroft? his oh, oh, older brother oh, I remember him yeah. who's like smarter than him but lazier right yeah yep. and he's Stephen Fry in the movie in the mm-hmm. he's supposed to be movies. real fat yeah, in and the then so in the Victorian episode, he's real fat. Mm. Um, and so she's supposed to be this character that's obviously inherited the trait of being incredibly clever, and mm. a very a very hereditary. Yes, do we, ever meet, apparently. do we ever meet Sherlock's parents? Yeah, and you know they're Benedict oh, right. yeah, Cumberbatch's yeah, yeah. yeah, actual right. parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I quite, that's quite sweet. I like that. Yeah, well, um, are, are they in the books? N- not the ones that I've read, right. but there's so many. Yeah. Um, anyway, so she's supposed to be this crazy person that is so smart that she can't understand the difference between laughing and screaming. And uh, it's just, doesn't sound very smart. It's, okay, cool. honestly, that sounds, she you, sounds okay. like an idiot. You told me the plot before. I was like, this sounds really cool, and then you've just ruined it. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm so she, smart. I don't know the difference between laughing and screaming. Like that's um, that's such a. Yeah, I can see that being in Sherlock. Yeah, so they try and make her really an intense character. She's like. I played with you all night and you were laughing the entire time and then I found out in the morning you were screaming and it's like just uh, so overdone and very not well cast either I don't think it was very good mm. anyway that ruined the whole thing alright so Sherlock I, it's um, and I, I could probably tell you if I thought about other shows that have done this but between two episodes, uh, seasons 2 and 3 it got a massive following yeah. So it was, a, it was a massive break. Yeah. So they had two and a half years to gain fans, and season one was a sleeper hit. Season two ended on a huge cliffhanger, so there's people talking about it on the internet for years, mm-hmm. and people like, "When's it coming back?" And it became this big moment. So they had this expectation that they'd never had yeah. to to create because before you know they're like we, they just work on it at their own pace. This was like when are you making it? You need to make it. Well, we also want it. yeah it to happen. And then season three came out. And it was so self-indulgent. It was so... You guys wanted this. And yeah. it's it's like, not like this, not like... It's yeah. like, they um, give your fans what they want, but not in the way you want. they want it. Or like, right. this is so... This is what you asked for. You could have written this. Yeah. I'm not sure if I'd agree with that, like, completely. I think they did do some things quite well in season three. Like, the cliffhanger at the end of season two is Sherlock jumps off a building mm-hmm. and apparently dies. And you're like, what? And then it's revealed that he's not dead. And you're like, how did he do it? Oh, my God. And then season three, they don't tell you at all how he did it. 
Well, that doesn't sound and, good. No, but they do it yeah, in a way that they kind of just don't need to tell you. No, I was, oh, I, I think, oh, okay. All right, all that's, I how, the, that. that's how I felt about it. See, I wasn't I, disappointed I, because I was like, you know what? That doesn't feel clever, though. It feels lazy. You've just described to me they set up a cliffhanger then literally didn't <laughs> answer the cliffhanger. See, that's the thing, is that so many people came up with their own theories over this two-and-a-half-year break that they thought, we can't write anything better than that. So they gave in the episode, they gave you three different ways of, of doing it one starts off like oh they're showing us and then it gets silly because they david blaine ends up shows up to hypnotize john the second one is pure fan service it's moriarty and sherlock <laughs> giggling and making out um while making fun of john and the third one is plausible but then it's like it's like is that how you did it i don't know you know like it's what's um, the third one the third one is um oh he, he had like a cadaver um he had like a body that looked like him and then, is that the one? Or yeah, it's, just, it's quite it's complicated. Backtracking, though. but like they, these are all things that, these, um, these are that people sa- suggested over the last the, two years. The answer, from what I saw, the answers to all the mysteries in Sherlock were so like they just didn't show you one of their cards, and that's not yeah. fun to me. Right, that's like, it could be literally anything then. Yeah, but the first episode of the first season I thought was really good because if I think I think that's the one that you could have figured it out. If right. you wanted, because it gave you everything that you needed, yeah, yeah, you so. just obviously never thought of the answer because that's what it's that's what it's supposed to do. Yeah, because because you know, like the the answer, it's like um, someone's making people kill themselves, like someone's making people die. Yeah, and it's but these, these people all commit, committed suicide, so they chose to kill themselves. Yeah, so they they chose to kill themselves, and then but it's they they basically tell you throughout the episode that it's an unassuming person who you like trust to get into their vehicle and all the stuff and it's revealed that it's a taxi driver doing the, doing the killings yeah. and so it's like of course you know yeah. um, that's good yeah. and yeah. then yeah and then the end of the episode is like um, Sherlock's like well I, I have to see how he's making people kill themselves and he says well what are you going to what, what are you, you going to do to me you put a gun to my head and he's like no we're going to sit here and talk and then you're going to kill yourself mm-hmm. and then obviously that's so intriguing so Sherlock says okay fine what do you do it and he says puts down two pills and says one of them is poisonous you take one I'll take the other and then he's like oh so it's just a, a stupid game of chance and he goes no and he slides one towards Sherlock mm-hmm. and he says you can you can still pick either one and then Sherlock's about to eat it and John shoots the guy so you never find out what happened right but it's um that's still not very clean cut like I remember that I've seen that yeah. one it's still not to me that's still not like and this is what it was all about. It's still very cerebral and up in the air about what it never meant. Mm. But anyway, look. But I think that's, that's Sherlock's first not solving it, like not yeah, yeah. getting it, you know? Um, we're we're going to, I think we should finish up. We've been talking for probably too long now. Yeah. Um, but what, any, any, like what makes Sherlock good? What makes it bad? Is it still, is season five going to be good and when it comes out in 2025? Like, when is it? The thing is, what makes it good is it, it, it is just a good show. <clears throat> also, one what thing... What makes it bad is when it knows how good it is. Yeah. Right. And, like, they do pull off some things that I've never seen any other TV show pull off. Like, how... I don't know the technical word for this, but how when they text, it comes up on the screen is, like... Yeah, she like do that better than that, that, yeah. That's the first time I've actually seen that be successful mm. in a television show. Yeah, that pioneer, because that was done in, like, 2010. Yeah, it was, it, it was really great. And... But, yep, this last season, so <clears> self-indulgent. <throat> and literally, like, the last 15 seconds of the last episode is being like, 
oh, the amazing adventures of Sherlock and Dr. John Watson. Like, oh, it's so great, blah, blah, blah. It's like, oh, mm, yeah. just stop. But, like, it's, um, it's really well shot, really well directed, really well edited. Uh, one of the new episodes was directed by our friend Rennie Harlan, who directed um, A Nightmare on Elm Street 5. I thought you were going to say Sister <laughs> of the Traveling Pants. All right, thank you, you guys. Thank you. I don't for... know their name. Rennie Harlan sings that I'm sitting down here, but hey, you can't see me. Okay. We'll solve this mystery. <coughs> just like Sherlock. Thank you very much for listening, everybody. I've still got to trick up my sleeve. Um, we can, if you like this episode, uh, good for you. a very good test. Yeah. Um, we'll be back. I might, suggest, might I suggest episode 401 of Sherlock? <laughs> cool. Okay. Check us out on YouTube and Facebook, Cop Popshire. Um, and thank you, Jess, for, for sharing your Sherlock knowledge with us. Okay. And Bridget for tearing it to pieces. That's not really my own. That was my own knowledge, and that is true. But thanks, Jess. Thanks, Jess. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan, crusted chicken, or garlic, butter, shrimp, scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. <laughs> 